Talk Agony, the podcast dedicated to improving ag literacy around the globe. I'm your host, Brennan Black, and today I'm joined by a friend of mine, this is Gavin Patrick. Hi. And so today's episode is going to be a bit of a different one. We're going to be interviewing Gavin and asking him some questions, but the main focus of the episode is on the FFA American Farmer degree. This degree is the highest degree that an FFA member can receive uh, while being active in the FFA, um, and it's definitely the most difficult degree to attain out of all of them. Yeah, I'd say so. It's, it's a lot of work. <laughs> so for those of you who don't know, the American Farmer degree has a long list of requirements that you have to achieve before you're able to get it. And so I'll just read off some of the uh, requirements, and then we'll ask Gavin here about his path to getting this de- degree, because he received it this past October yeah. at... Uh, in, in Indianapolis. In Indianapolis. I had to fly out there. Yeah. Red-eye did you, flights. <laughs> did you say the whole week, or did you say just for the day? Just or? for the week, oh, basically. Wow. Yeah. Flew out there the night before and went... And to uh, get my degree, and then flew out that flew same back night. out. Wow, that's <laughs> yeah. crazy. I got a story about that flight. Too. <laughs> all right, well, well, we'll get to your story in just a second. Yeah. First of all, though, the American Farmer degree is, like we said, it's the highest degree you can attain in the FFA. And in order to get it, first you have to attain your state FFA degree, which you have to have by being actively involved in FFA for at least three years and having a you know a pretty clean record in the FFA and being pretty involved in community service and involved with your SAE and that sort of thing. And that's just, you know, before you can even start to fill out your application for your uh, American, you have to have your state degree, and then it gets complicated. Yeah. That's it's more add-ons yeah. to it. So in order to get the, uh, the American degree, you have to be involved for at least three years in an ag class of some kind um, or involved in agriculture education of some kind for at least three years. You have to have graduated from high school at least 12 months prior, so I can't get it. I can't get it until next year because yeah. you have to be out of high school for at least a year before you're allowed to, to get it. Um, you have to have an operation and have maintained records to substantiate the um, outstanding supervised agriculture experience or your SAE program. And so basically you have to keep records, financial records and hourly records of your project, what you did, whether you worked with animals or whether you worked with um, you know, mechanics yeah. or plants or work experience it's, or whatever you did. It's a lot easier to keep track now that they've gone electronic right. on the computer. Right, because they I, use AET. When I started FFA my freshman year, we still were still using record books. Yeah, me too. And I still have like the first three that I did because halfway through my junior year, we had to switch over to the electronic. Oh, okay. And See, I was like hard to get used to. Right, no, exactly. I had the same so. problem because, well, I was a sophomore whenever we switched over because you were a year older yeah. than me. But yeah, no, we switched over to record, or we switched over from paper record books to AET, but the teacher I had didn't require us to switch over. So I just kept doing record books until my senior <laughs> year. And then my teacher made me switch and it was the hardest thing because I had to transfer yeah. everything over and it was it was such a pain. Yeah, it was, the reason I had to switch and all that was for my state degree because oh, they yeah. stopped accepting the hard copy. You had to do it on the computer. See, I got lucky. So. They actually took my hard copies oh, really? um, for my state degree. They weren't... I don't think they were supposed to. Maybe they were. I'm not sure. I don't but know. I, I was told I had to transfer everything from my hard copies onto the computer. So uh, yeah. It took, took me like oh, quite a few quite a few weeks yeah, during no. class because it didn't... It wasn't something I was like in class and I did it the whole day. Right. I probably could have got, gotten it done in like a day or two, but because it was just during class that we're right. doing this... It, 
it took a little longer. Yeah, no, I had I had so. a, a similar problem my, my senior year because I had to transfer everything over. That way I can get my American degree just so it's already there. Yeah. But, um, yeah, no, for my state, they actually took my books, surprisingly. I didn't think they were going to, but my yeah. teacher said it'd be fine. Yeah, so. When I did my state degree, I didn't actually always enter completely everything. Because, oh. like, okay, now I've got the requirements. Right. It's like, I don't need to go grab my third book. But for the American degree, it's like, wait, I'm short on something. I can't be. I know I had, like, an extra lamb I showed. Right. No, exactly. <laughs> started going <laughs> you're, the books you're missing like, something somewhere. Like, oh, I didn't enter this one. And I, and I thought back, oh, that's because I went on for my state degree. I didn't need to have that one. Oh, okay. Or it was or it was because it was the same year I got it. Right. And it was yeah, later on. This qualifies so. it, yeah. So... Yeah, like we said, on top of the state degree and on top of having to be out of high school for at least a year, you have to have all your record books up to date. You also have to have at least earned, or you have to have at least, you have to, yeah, you have to have at least earned ten thousand dollars and productively invested seventy five hundred of those dollars through your SAE, um, or you could have earned and productively invested two thousand dollars and worked up to two thousand two hundred fifty hours. Um, in excess of scheduled class time. So that doesn't count. Any any work you do during class does not count. It has to be outside of class, yeah. working with your project. And any combination of hours and times uh, multiplied by a factor of 3.56, I mean, there's a ton of numbers that goes into this yeah, this are. thing. But, um, yeah, no, it's it's crazy. There's the requirements to get this American degree, I mean, they're, they're pretty uh, strenuous. Yeah. You also have to have... A, a pretty good record as far as your leadership ability in the FFA. You have to have um, a high school uh, scholastic record about a C or better, and it has to be approved by your principal or superintendent. Yeah, I remember having you get that. I had to, <laughs> I had to go to my principal, and he's like, what are you doing here? I go, oh, I, I need a signature. For what? An American degree. What's that? And I, cause <laughs> you he had to explain no, it. I had to explain to him what an American degree was. He goes, wow, that's great. And he goes, yeah, I'll <laughs> sign that for you. And he, so he goes ahead and signs it. Um, but l- luckily I had uh, good ag teachers and so my, my right. ag teacher Mr. Coons at Porterville High School I've known him since I was a little kid because he went to college with my parents oh yeah and so he was like he's like okay this can get kind of confusing so I'll help you out so I go in like I'm not even in high school anymore so I'm like coming on special days like wow. after school hours and he'd help me put it together that's great so I was like I, I'm, I'm very thankful that he helped that. Yeah, no, you definitely need somebody <laughs> to help you out just because it's yeah. so much. You have to organize everything. Yeah, you, you, need, you need like a second pair of eyes because you're, yeah, if you're just by yourself, you're gonna miss you're gonna miss something else. easily. I mean, I I haven't even finished everything for my American yet, and just filling out the like transferring everything to AET and filling yeah. out my record books for my last year and everything. I have my teacher look it over. They're like, "That's wrong. That's wrong. You need to fix that." <laughs> Where does this come from? I'm like, "Yeah, I I thought I did it right, but guess not. I gotta go back and redo it." Yeah, so that's yeah. That's how it is, though. You have to redo it quite a few times since you get it right. Yeah, you just gotta yeah, a little get a little bit of a practice out of it. Right. So. No, exactly. Which is really good. I mean, it teaches it teaches you how to do a lot of record keeping stuff and yeah. how to make connections and how to go out and ask for you know ask for help and ask for signatures and you know besides the actual work you have to put in all the hours and all the time and money you have to put yeah. into you know to actually get the thing. I mean, there's. You really have to be dedicated to get this degree. Yeah, and it's, I, it's pretty insane. I, I still like using hand. I do too. Record books, hard copies. Because on the off chance that something happens and you lose yeah. all, everything, you're screwed. You got to get, yeah. you know, you got to redo it all. You have to go back and try to remember what you punched in. And yeah, it's it's ridiculous. Yeah. That's, yeah. So I'd rather keep all of my record books paper and have an online copy too. Yeah, I, I know people that do that. They do hard copies and online. Uh, the welding shop I used to work for my senior of high school and mm-hmm. the first part of my, my college career, um, that's what they did. It was all hard copy stuff. Wow. And 
the only time to actually use the computers was to program the CNC machine. <laughs> so they, they pro because the, the program took up so much space, you had you had like two separate computers. Wow. Well, I take that back. They did have a computer with records on it, but mostly everything was hard copy. Huh. And so they did have some stuff on the computer, but the, the owner's wife was the one who took all the records. <laughs> she was one who wrote my check and signed it. That's and, crazy. Yeah, and basically calculated the hours. So she, she did a lot of that work. Um, but yeah, they, they did have uh, computer copies, but they had like boxes above the office because it was like a loft above the office. Oh, yeah. Boxes of just old of... hard copy wow. stuff from going back to like the 80s. Jeez. Yeah, that, that shop had been there since like the early 70s, <laughs> like 60s, early 70s. That's crazy. Yeah. It was owned by his dad at one time. Oh, he's so, passed through the generations. Yeah. Gotcha. Old shop was made out of two by fours and tin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty old. <laughs> yeah, it was just a the concrete floor, but then it's two by fours and ten, and it was considered a temporary building. It stayed there all that time. <laughs> yeah, it's not considered temporary anymore by any any means. By right. Codes, but but at the time, it was considered temporary because it had wood frame and tin and tin roof. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, it, it technically shouldn't even be there, <laughs> but the building inspectors let it pass. They grandfathered it in. Wow. <laughs> so they still have that space. That's crazy. Yeah. So the final piece to the American Farmer degree that you have to have, and I think probably one of the harder pieces to attain, you have to have at least 50 hours of community service spread across yeah. at least three different community service activities. Yeah, I, I did stuff with FFA and 4-H, mm. um, and then just stuff that I wanted to do as well. Right. It's like, I don't have to do it inside of a club. You can just go help somewhere. You can, in Springville, they have the, the Christmas tree lighting right during during december so. yeah no you can do all kinds of different stuff that counts for community service yeah. so all right <clears throat> excuse me so now that we kind of know what it takes to get this impossible degree uh it's not well if you if you saw how many people were there you would not think it would be considered impossible because right there were, there's a lot there were a bunch of people you should have seen ohio there were more people from ohio getting their american degree than california that's crazy and well, almost all of them showed up only two people from ohio didn't show up wow well ohio people <laughs> are like out to get it kind of thing yeah. like they're, they're very hard working yeah, there, there was over 400 people from ohio jeez they got it yeah so. no, california's a bit of an uh, underachiever when it comes to that kind of yeah stuff. there was there was there were less people from California getting the American degree, but there was even less people that showed up. There was probably like half the people from California that showed up. That's but funny. all but two people showed up for Ohio because they all drove there. Oh, well, yeah, it's right there. <laughs> yeah, they all drove. Yeah. They all drove to Indianapolis to get their American degree. Yeah, it was like a couple-hour drive for them. Yeah, it was. And it was it was quite a few hours sitting there waiting because California was at the end of the list this of year. Of course. They switch it around back every, and forth. Yeah, every so year. when you get yours, more than likely, you'll be at the at front the of the list. Yeah, no, I'm, you'll be out of there a lot faster yeah, than I, I can't was. Wait. Well, yeah, because I went uh, last year and watched. I've gone to nationals for the past three years. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, so I've, I've been... I, uh, but last year was the first time I got to see the American Farmer degree ceremony. Yeah, it's a long time. Yeah, I don't know if you know the Swalls at all. Um, Swalls? Kelsey Swall, Serena Swall, Lindsay Swall, and Amy Swall, and their dad, Lee Swall, Serena's husband. Um, Kelsey's a year older than you? Yeah, Kelsey's a year older than you because she got hers last year. Yeah, so she just okay. turned 21. And then Lindsay's my age, so her and I will get ours next year. <laughs> yeah. And Amy's two years younger than us, so she'll get hers in a couple years. Um, and then Serena and Lee are there 
parents, great people. Yeah. They're very involved in FFA and stuff. Oh, but that's good, man. So Kelsey got hers last year, so I got to go see her get hers because I'm, I'm awesome. pretty close to the Swalls. That was a really cool ceremony to see. Yeah, to watch that. Yeah, and California is right at the beginning, so it was awesome to just watch <laughs> it and then leave. Yeah. yeah, this year we were at the end at of the list. end. Yeah, so they it like, switched it back and forth, back and forth like, every well, year. Well, that's what happens. I, when we got there, I was like, wow, good thing we're good thing we're California. We get to get out of there real quick. And my, my teacher <laughs> yeah. goes, oh, I hate to disappoint you, but <laughs> this year end. we're at the end. I'm like, what? And yeah. he goes, yeah, we're at the end of the list. I'm yeah. like, <laughs> Dang it! <laughs> That's what sucks about like Arkansas and stuff. Like you either get like, oh, you're right in... away or you're done. Like you gotta yeah, yeah, there forever. Like Alabama, <laughs> I think is is Alabama the first state that goes or no? They were the actually on, on the years that California's ear, earlier. Yeah, Alabama is right because it's reverse al- alphabetical either yeah, way. Yeah, Arkansas, Arkansas is probably the second one. Right, um, but it's like. Yeah, they were at the very end this year. Yeah, no, they were actually the, the end. End. Yeah, that's gotta be horrible. Imagine yeah. being the last person getting your American. That has to suck. You have to sit through all of that because it's like Three, a few hours long. Four hours. Yeah, I, I don't know how long we sat there. That's and ridiculous. It was just like we're sitting there, sitting there. It's like okay. I mean, there's like, Hawaii. Wow, there's two people that went. Okay, what about Alaska? Oh, only one showed up. Yeah, well, there's <laughs> only like, one person in all of Alaska FFA, apparently. I, I don't know. There were supposed to be two that were receiving their American degrees. Really? Yeah. Huh. So I don't, I don't know if they were making money off of splitting wood or something. <laughs> I don't well, know. Yeah, Alaska FFA is not very big. No, um, it's not. I, I have a friend that lives in Alaska, and he's like, I, he, he goes, I, I work two jobs. He goes, I, I'm self-employed. And then I have an employer oh, wow. with the crab boats. So during really? the, so during the crabbing season, he goes on the crab boats and makes a bunch of money. That's crazy. And I then, do that. And then on the off season, during like after after that, he then immediately starts hauling butt and starts you know finding like dead trees or sick oh, trees and starts, and starts chopping them up. Yeah, and then starts splitting wood and selling that for <laughs> the, during for the winter time. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah I know that timbers a, a pre, or lumber is a pretty big uh, thing up it there. Is, it is a very big thing. It's not. It's not very. Um, it's not. Uh, as controlled as it is here in California. Here in California, the reason why I've got so many dead trees is because there's so many people that are anti-logging. Right. There's, there's still, um, there are wedges, metal wedges that the environmentalists put in there. Mm-hmm. Didn't make much sense to me. It's like, why, why would you want to save a tree but you're putting a piece of metal <laughs> right. inside of it? Right. I think that does more harm to the tree because I, I do a lot of four-wheeling up there around uh, uh, Yosemite, up on the eastern part of it, and we were coming off of a trail and there's a tree across the road and I started to get the chainsaw out. My dad, he goes, whoa, whoa, wait, there's a wedge in there. I'm oh, like, what? Yeah. I'm like, I'm glad I didn't because the, the worst thing to happen is if you hit one of those wedges, especially the longer bar, mm. it's just the tip. It'll whip, whip that chain back. It'll wrap around your arm. It'll cut your hand off. Really? Because the chain stays engaged in the sprocket um, and it wraps around your arm. And That's not good. It's No, it's, I, I was like, okay, I'm glad he just spotted that before me. Yeah, I know. I was like, I didn't even see it. He was standing on the other side and he saw it sitting there. I'm like, that man. That would have been bad. Yeah, yeah it would have gotten right on the tip and I was like, I don't want to deal with that. Crazy environmentalists. I don't know. I, I know some <laughs> environmentalists and they're like, they, they fight more in the courts than anything else. Right. But then there's the extremists that like, they they're like, go we're going to go wedge everything. And yeah. Chains. They're wedging and they're tying themselves to trees and they're. Well, they, they even just wrap chains and cables and stuff mm-hmm. around them. And it's just like that's just stupid. that's stupid because the tree yeah. grows and the chains tied on there. It's right, like you're you're just hurting the tree more than it doesn't make any sense it. to me. Right, a lot of the, a lot of the forest services tried to remove a lot of the chains and cables, but they're never going to find all the wedges. No, the point of the wedge was always hidden. Right. <laughs> I mean, it, I don't like the whole idea of that, but yeah, no, it's ridiculous. But uh, get back on topic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the American Farmer degree, you have to go through a ton of stuff to do it. 
and you have to make the long, well, for us, the long flight over to Indianapolis to actually receive your degree. For people that actually live in Indianapolis, it doesn't even matter if you live no. in Tennessee. You can make the drive up there in a couple of days. Yeah, I wish I lived in Tennessee. It'd be a lot nicer there. Yeah, it'd be um. pretty cool. But yeah, no, I, I actually met some friends over at Nashville. They were like, oh yeah, we just drove up for the day. I was like, where are you from? They're like, Tennessee. I was like, yeah, really? I have like, family yeah. that lives in Tennessee, Knoxville. That's crazy. And we have some friends that live in, in Nashville, and we've gone and visited them. They work at... Uh, an old record store there that uh, oh, I'm trying to remember the country music star that owned the place, but oh, but I guess it was one of the first places Elvis uh, performed. Oh, okay. And uh, I know which one that is. I can't remember who owned it either, but I, I can't remember. But uh, I know people that work there. They're retired teachers, huh. but they like working there. They're like I like the history of it. Yeah, that's I like cool. music. I'm gonna work here. Yeah. So that's Nash- awesome. Nashville's an awesome place to go. I yeah. Mean, it's it's just it's you think oh it's a big city right it's gonna be crowded it's not. <laughs> I mean, the most crowded places are the bars. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. It's not very crowded at all. I mean, people are driving UTVs down the street. Oh, wow. <laughs> you can register them and drive them down the road there. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah. It's not It's not like here in California. I mean, you, you can't drive UTVs on the street at all. No, you cannot, it's, unfortunately. It's, no. I mean, they, they had this thing. It was like a bar on wheels that had pedals. Really? So it's people, just... as they're drinking, they could pedal. <laughs> <laughs> so it said, awesome. it said powered by barley on the back that's awesome or powered by wheat or whatever i can't remember <laughs> so that oh, was, it's like the uh, like the ethanol powered by corn or whatever thing yeah except it was the people are consuming the alcohol oh and pedaling. i see i see they're pe- they sit on bar stools and there's pedals and you have to pedal that's that's funny while you're riding you're drinking and it's like what happens how do they falls not, off? yeah how, and how do they not crash after they get drunk enough uh, the, bar- the bartender's doing driving. There's oh, <laughs> a I steering see. wheel. He, they're just they're just powering it. I see. Yeah, and so at every stoplight, he's like, "All right, who wants a round of drinks?" <laughs> and so, yeah, I, I, we saw that and like, oh, that's just so cool. That's great. Yeah. All right. So back on topic, the American yeah. Farm Degree. Right. So <laughs> the most important thing here. Yeah. So the American Farm Degree, kind of the, the the whole reason I brought Gavin on here today, is so we can talk about. How exactly a person would go about getting this degree? I mean, we know the numbers, we know what you have to do to get it, but it's yeah. it's more important to see the the practical side of what goes into getting this. So we'll just go down the list, you know, piece by piece. Um, the first one, say you got your state degree, and we talked a little bit about how you went about getting that. Yeah. So I, I started off with uh, my freshman year. I showed uh, a pig for 4-H and mm-hmm. a lamb for FFA, but I can't count the the pig for 4-H. So I was like, well, why keep showing for 4-H? And plus it was getting super hectic with the, the hogs. It's just, mm. it's exploded. There's a lot of people there. Right. The, I mean, the pen situation at Portable Fair was horrible. So <laughs> we were just like, I'm not doing hogs anymore. Nobody's really that helpful anymore. They're all getting too competitive. I'm like, right. I don't want to be in that environment. So I'm like, but over here, the sheep, everybody's very helpful. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I'm just going to do sheep. So my whole time through high school, I did, I showed sheep and sold those. That's how I made some of my money. Uh, the majority of it was actually done through lawn care. Huh. So I actually did a lot of lawn care. So work stuff. experience kind of? or Yes, exactly. So I mean, uh, but it wasn't just lawn care. A lot of people that I worked for, they had fruit trees. So, oh, so you during did, the like, summer, like, they had me pick. In, yeah. I was like the only one there, but I was picking fruit trees like a small grove. <laughs> That's um, cool. Yeah, that was that was pretty fun. But like mowing lawns and weeding gardens and spraying. So I so, racked up your hours and, and money oh, yeah. pretty quickly. Then. It did. As a matter of fact, I probably racked up a lot more hours and a lot more money in one year that I did in four years wow. doing the welding. So I, and that was all agriculture stuff. We were building uh, hot tanks, heat exchangers, mm. um, waxing units for packing sheds. Okay. Wow. And ro- I think the last part of the year that I was there, we built rollers for conveyor belts 
out of stainless steel. And mm. So I had to basically cut the rods and then face them off on a lathe and then drill a hole, bore a hole all the way down it, and then had to do it all individually. It's not much. Wow. This is, this is, that, that was just the, the, the pins. Then there was the engagement rollers, mm. which had a gear drive system on them. So we had to machine those and bore them. And then we had to take these little, like, quite honestly, this thing that's a, a, an actual cubic inch. It was <laughs> inch by inch by inch. It was an actual true cubic inch. Wow. And we had to bore that on a CNC lathe, press that, and then weld it together. And it just, that took the most time was the welding part. Yeah. So, um, but I made, a, I made a lot of money doing the welding. I, I wish I could go back and doing that again, but. But school takes a lot of time too. Right. So no, exactly. It was, it was very hard working and going to school, and and I think the only reason why I got my state, de- I mean, my state, my American degree was because of that last little bit. Yeah. That I earned that extra five thousand dollars from working in welding for like a year. Yeah, that so, definitely helps. But but yeah, it was super super hard to <laughs> to work and go to school. Yeah, no, I can so, imagine. I mean, I'm a lot of late nights. Yeah, <laughs> and no, early mornings. Yeah, that's so, rough. <laughs> yeah, so it wasn't too bad. But yeah, I'm used to it. <laughs> so that covers. So you were in FFA for all four years. You said yes, all four years. And then you were in four years for some time too. But that doesn't contribute to your FFA degree. I don't no, think. It, it doesn't at all. I mean, I can use the community service hours, right. but I can't use the money I made off of that. None of your experience hours go into that. Yeah. So, and then obviously you were you graduated a year after your uh, after or you got your American degree after your graduation. Yes. Or, you, know, you wouldn't be able to get it, obviously. <clears throat> yeah. So. Um, and then so as part of the, I mean, we talked about your project a little bit. You showed sheep, and then you did the welding thing, the lawn care, and the fruit uh, picking, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And that all invested into your uh, amount of money and hours appropriately. It was yeah, seen. that I earned. So, so I mean, the work experience hours and the money for the state degree. So when I mean, you American and state degree, both of them. So when you so. registered your experience, your your enterprises, you registered all. Was that, was that four or? Because when you when you go into your your uh, record books or in your AET or whatever, you have yeah. to register your different experiences. So like oh, yeah. you register lawn had, care and register. Yeah, I had, I had lawn care, and then I actually put the fruit picking stuff together because I was oh. also doing lawn care for those people. Oh, okay. So I mean, it was like okay, I got all done one. weed eating. Yeah, so was, that was kind of all in one, and that was gotcha. that was that was like for like basically one or two people. Okay. The rest of it was all lawn care, so I was like, well, I'll incorporate that. There's no need to make another list. Right. Um, they were paying me hourly so it was like okay you're done mowing the lawn or you're done you know they had one person had a pond and they had me get out in a boat <laughs> and like the algae that flew to the top i had to wow. <laughs> scoop it in the boat <laughs> um so i did stuff like that but i also they're like hey you know i got some apples and some i got some like other fruit trees over there like peaches i'd like to get them picked you know they're pretty ripe i'm like yeah sure i go over there and one of the apple trees the branches are really like sagging real down. Mm. I'm like, man start so walking up there's an apple about this big <laughs> on that thing i'm like jesus just a massive apple sweet jesus that's a big apple <laughs> i mean i i pulled those off and she goes did this come off the tree i go yeah <laughs> that was one in the very back corner and she wow. goes that's one that didn't get all the water <laughs> i'm like that's just hilarious makes no sense it was it was storing i think is what it was doing oh that what makes sense when they do, when they don't have a what happens when you overwater fruit trees mm-hmm. they get really small yeah but if you don't water if they get you know right on the edge of not enough and they'll start storing it in the fruit gotcha. for later. And so they get really, really big. <laughs> so I think that's what happened. Yeah. Um, Make a great pie. Oh, I know. <laughs> I, I had one of the apples. They were, they were the best apple. That was the best apple I think I've ever eaten. 
It was it was one of the nice juicy red apples. Oh, it was the best. Yeah, it was still firm, but <laughs> yeah. it wasn't too bad. So, so that um, just about covers your experience. Like you said, you had the, the the enterprises, your lawn care, showing, and welding. Those are those covered your three yes. enterprises, and then so. How long did it take you to get the the ten thousand dollars you needed, or the uh, amount of hours you need to invest in? Like, I, I want to say I can't quite remember. I think I was about a thousand dollars over what I needed. Okay. I think the lawn care. I got around four thousand dollars or forty five hundred dollars from like just the lawn care stuff. Wow. I I have to look back at the records, but I think that's where the majority of it came from, and then the sheep. Attributed another, you know, twelve hundred dollars, mm. whatever. I I can't quite remember, but somehow it ended up six thousand dollars in that, and then the five thousand dollars came from the welding. From the welding, that and that made eleven thousand dollars. So huh. I mean, I mean, I don't technically have all that money left. <laughs> I mean, I wish I do right, did right now. But, yeah. Um, I still have a good chunk of it left for schooling. That's so, good. I mean, it, it was kind of one of those things. It's like, okay, a record. Okay, I've made this much money, but then it's like, at the time it was only like two hundred dollars at a time mm. or whatever, and I was like, okay, well I need. It was when I was still getting my Jeep up and going, so I was like, okay, I need some parts for my Jeep, and so I go and buy, <laughs> start tapping your. Yeah, basically, it was it, it was a cash in hand thing with the lawn care. Mm. Um, so I was like, okay, I need some parts for this or for that, and then it's like, okay, whatever's left over that goes into savings. Yeah, and, but a good chunk of it went into that. I think my dog and some other projects as well so taking care of my dog um and then also schooling so <laughs> i mean i still have a good chunk of it left but well, that's good you didn't uh, yeah it's all spend school. all of it but no i'm, I'm very conservative with my money <laughs> yeah that's that's very a good frugal. thing to, yeah it's a good treat to have yeah. um don't, don't spend more than you than you're than you're making <laughs> right no exactly that's yeah, always a good policy to keep in mind yeah so like with the sheep uh, i got from the cattle people Mm. Some, of, some of the people I knew from 4-H that showed cattle they're like you want to know how we make money off of this I go how I, I mean you must spend like thousands of dollars go, oh yeah we do what do you right. take how much money we have invested multiply by 3.14 and <laughs> cut it in half and that's how much we need to, that's the minimum that, or we need to get close to that number when we sell it wow and it's like really and you guys actually get that they go oh, yeah sometimes we can go over that huh. so you know it's like that's crazy. Make, make over three thousand dollars on something you only invested two thousand dollars on. Yeah, no, that's that's a great yeah. You know, I was great like, project. Oh, wow, okay, I'll do that. So my sheep, <laughs> it's like I go sale day. It's like okay, let's see here what I'm gonna try and get, and it's like, you know, put it down. It's like oh, I invested this much money into the sheep, multiply by three point one four, divide that in half. It's like okay, I need to try and make this. Yeah. And then right after I get the sale, it's like okay, I did like a dollar fifty a pound or whatever. It's like that's not a whole lot for a sheep. Yeah. Um, but it's like okay, I broke even, <laughs> but I didn't, quite, I didn't quite get to my goal of, of actually making extra money off of it. But a couple of years, I only broke even. Mm. But selling my one of my lambs at Tulare Fair, I actually made a lot of money off. Yeah, of no, Tulare Fair is pretty good for yeah for, for supporting sheep. its kids. Yeah, yeah, por- Portable Fair is not the best for selling sheep at. Um, um, if you're selling pigs, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. so like my my first year um, with the with the hog. I sold my, my pig and I don't think I, I was able to use that for the FFA and I probably didn't but I kind of recuperated some of my money off of the the, the lamb from that and then mm. put it back into it and I don't 
think I really made any money off that lamb that year, but the second time I, I went I went to Tulare Fair, I did make a lot more money off of it. <laughs> and then the years after that, I was able to get a lot of uh, a lot of add-ons. That's mm. how I made up a lot more of my money. Yeah, no, that's always so. how I stayed above water with my add-ons. I, yeah, that's I, the best way. Yeah, if I, it wasn't for my add-ons, I would be uh, in deep debt right now. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's kind of the same thing. It's like, okay, I broke even with set the sale of the lamb, but it's like, now what about the add-ons? And it's the add-ons, it's like, okay, well, that's like only half of what I actually made off the lamb, but right. still it gave me a profit. And so a lot of a lot of the uh, the American degree stuff was based off of add-ons mostly. Right, yeah, no, I, had, I did the, the same thing with yeah. with putting all my information because I was the kid that bought steers to win, so they were always super <laughs> high-dollar steers, and I did not always win with them, but yeah. I like spending the money because I'm not most financially sound apparently but well, because of my add-ons i was able to not completely lose all my money i was able to make some back bets just because yeah was, i was really good about going out and asking for for add-ons i would say yeah, hey, I, you know i i i kept sending add-ons to people i'd been sending add-ons to for since i was like nine years old mm. and so they're like oh you're doing it again this year okay yeah sure well yeah and then i think my senior year i didn't make money off the lamb but i didn't i didn't ask for any add-ons people still gave me add-ons <laughs> People I, that I knew, and it's like, okay, well, you know, it, especially from the welding shop, there were some some of the other welders, they heard I was selling a lamb, and they even came and just gave me an add-on. <laughs> that's I was like, nice. wow, that's awesome. I mean, they didn't work for the shop, same shop I did, because there's only three of us. It was oh. me, the owner, and his and his uh, oldest son. Oh. And so it was just the, th- the three of us in there, and occasionally somebody just kind of walked in and helped us with a small project. <laughs> I mean, um, but it was... Uh, but yeah, I was like, wow, I got all these add-ons for people. They're like, well, it's your last year. We felt like we needed to give you something. I was like, well, I, I didn't really want to bother you with it. So yeah. I was I was, I was was busy with, with working and finishing up high school. I was like, I, I just don't really have any time to write the buyer's letters. Right. And they, people still gave me money off of it. I was like, they're like, we've been doing it for so many years. We figured might as well for the last time. Yeah. I was like, that's great. I like yeah. that. But, but I did make a lot more money off of my lamb that last year. And I think it's because the person that bought it there was a bidding war between two people oh. that I had sent buyer's letters to previously, the previous year. They're like, oh, it's his last year? I'm going to buy his land. They're having bidding wars. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, matter of fact, it was it was two people that were uh, that were married at one time. Oh. <laughs> so, That's so they, interesting. They're having a bidding war. His ex-wife and ex-husband <laughs> bidding back and forth against each other. That's um, awesome. <laughs> yeah. And so they kind of drove the price up, but I, I'm pretty sure... One of them, I, I, I think it was the, the ex-husband was the one that ended up with it. Oh. Um, I, I can't remember. It was, it was a while ago. But it was just, they had this bidding war back and forth. Like, no, I'm going to buy this thing. <laughs> they got really competitive about it. Yeah. It was like, it was like yeah, $1.50 pound, two twenty five. It's like, whoa, it just <laughs> jump up. Okay, cool. Uh, that's funny. But, yeah, so, I mean, I made I made a lot of more money off of the welding and the yard work. The, the sheep was just kind of uh, that was my SAE project you need to, that's, that's part of the requirement for your American degree you have to have an SAE right. um, I really wanted to do cattle in high school but I didn't have the funding for it yeah it's really expensive the only reason I was able yeah. to do cattle is because my dad gave me a little investment for my first year bought my first year and then I went out like by myself my dad had to give me a ride obviously but I went out by myself and I like went over and shook the hands of all the guys I was asking for, for add-ons from and then when I actually sold my steer they gave me enough add-ons to basically double what I spent on my steer so I was able to buy a better steer the next year yeah. and then kept going that way but yeah cattle's it's really really hard to, yeah, to keep your head above water that's why when I, I started doing the show team with COS my first year 
my first well, my first semester. I mm. I did both semesters, and it was just a club at the time, and now it's a class. Right. Um. So I took that class this semester, and it was a little different, being you know it's it's not your own time you're going. It's it's right. a class time. You're getting graded now. It's like, you know, I'm working just as hard as I did before, but yeah, you know, and it's now, almost now, not the same. But now you know, Mr. McKeith adds in. Uh, you've got to do extra hours. Right. You gotta you gotta um. Unlike a club, the club was just like, okay, you're, you're here, you're part of the club, you go to the meetings, and you get to show one of the animals. Mm-hmm. Now it's, oh, we're having an event this weekend, and you have to help. Yeah. It's like, oh, man, I had something planned, like, it's been a, in a month in advance. <laughs> it's right. Like, I can't go. And he's like, oh, it's all right. You only have to help with three of them, and this is just the first one. Oh. <laughs> you still have three more. So I was like, okay, that's good. But um, <laughs> but it was... Uh, you know that that that's changing, but I I got to ch- I got to show cattle, so I was like, oh, I always yeah. wanted to show cattle. Yeah, no, showing cattle is really fun. Yeah, I I actually have only shown heifers so far, not steers, but just heifers. I prefer showing steers to heifers because heifers are a little bit more moody. Yeah, they are. Sometimes. They're kind of stubborn. I mean, the the heifer I showed, she was the the first heifer I showed was supposedly no, but she didn't like anybody. But for some reason, like, one of the you. girls was struggling, like, come on, you stupid animal, like getting <laughs> mad at it. And I mean, this is this was a replacement heifer. She was full size. Oh, she was big, and she was a replacement heifer. And just she's just sitting there like, no, <laughs> yeah. you're not gonna pull me. Yeah, pushing back. And I and... just just kind of like pushing back against her, and she's pulling on. She <laughs> kind of throws a rope. And he's like, come on, pulling on there with like all of her weight. Um, she uh, <laughs> she goes. I go. Just, just give her some, you know, space. Don't yeah. like, don't be tugging. Just kind of, kind of yeah, be no, gentle her, with her. Give her slack. I've been trying to do that. I go here. Let me see. I get, I grab. I start, start like kind of rubbing, rubbing around her forehead and sitting there. She's just kind of like sitting there and she's seeing like, 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 come on, you want to walk? You want to go for a walk? And then she's just kind of just talking sweet to her. And, <laughs> and all of a sudden, she starts walking for me. So she goes, yeah. "Fine, you show her then." And I'm like, and so some of the herdsmen were like, who were on the show team, and Mr. McKeith were like, okay. She works for you, nobody else. You have to show her. I'm like, great. Yeah. <laughs> I was already going to show a lamb at that time. Oh. I'd shown a lamb my first semester, and that was, it was last semester. It was the first one I showed a heifer. And so we went to Fresno Fair this year, and I showed a heifer as well. But I didn't show sheep. Mm. I was like, I've shown sheep. I've shown hogs. Hell, I've even shown goats. <laughs> um, I mean, it's like, you know, it's goats wasn't all that competitive when I started either. There was a very small group of us. There was... Uh, me, Tyson Brim, um, and this other girl that uh, she uh, she was a good fa- a family friend of Judy K. Mm. She has the White White Rail Ranch out there in Porterville. Gotcha. Around Teapot Dome, it's actually really close to the new fairgrounds. <laughs> um, I used to buy goats from Judy all the time. Um, but the uh, but uh, man, I can't remember the girl's name. Oh, her name was Cody. That's what it was. Her, her name was Cody, and uh, it was kind of competitive between the three of us. Oh, yeah, because <laughs> you're a little yeah. Team. Tyson was super competitive, and Cody was too. And it was mm. kind of like goes from like, I think the one year Tyson didn't compete with us in goats, it was just me and Cody, and and me and her ended up uh, her she she was a grand champion. I was reserve. Oh, and I was like yes, because the year prior <laughs> she was reserve and Tyson was grand champion. because oh, that, that was when that was when Tyson started trying to show sheep, and or no, it was when he started showing pigs. Is what it oh. was. He started going to pigs, and so, but then like the next year he went back to goats and started <laughs> still beating started us. Again. Yeah, and then it, then it started getting more and more competitive, and and I kind of got out of showing goats because I got taller, 
and it was oh, harder for me because to... goats are goats are about half the size of a, of a sheep right like and it's like you have to bend down further so it's like okay now i'm gonna start showing sheep my sister already showed sheep she had a breeding ewes and uh she, she actually bred bred sheep mm. um she only, it was only a flock of two but <laughs> still we, we still had sheep i mean we, we used to the, the little the little lambs would, were the friendliest things ever they'd follow you around they were like a dog um but you know she already had those sheep and so i was like okay well i'm, I'm gonna show sheep too <laughs> so, <laughs> since apparently i'm too tall to show goat anymore right um so i um, did that i showed hogs up until high school and i then showed sheep all through high school um but it was that was that was a lot of I, I liked I liked high school, especially in FFA, going to the the events. Yeah, the long road trips. Yeah, my favorite. I think my favorite competition was going to Chico because there was a little uh, there was a, a little burger joint that Mr. Coons would always take us to. It was called the Madison Bear Garden, <laughs> the best burger joint ever. I mean, they had like pool tables up above upstairs. Oh, that's cool. They had a dock. You could play. There was one of those punching bag games, so we all like, oh, take yeah. bets. All right, who can make it go the highest? And like, you got the big old corn-fed kid that yeah, he's, he's like, I got this, bam, and he stick a good high score, and then there's me. <laughs> I walk up, bam, I punch that thing, and I like, I, I get like three points above him, and he goes, How did you do that? And I go, I don't know, I just put my weight into it. And he goes, He goes, Oh, and he gets all like frustrated. This this kid always got frustrated, and and he sit there and trying to do it. And he, he's getting out lower scores than he was because I think he was trying too hard. Yeah, but it was just like, I mean, that was, that was a lot of fun. Um, and then, like, one of the other hotels we stayed at had a pool table, and we had to pay, and we'd be like, okay, the loser of this round has to pay for the next one. <laughs> and that's just how we, you know, we kept playing in rounds, so, like, not just one of us had to keep paying. So it's like, okay, the loser of this round had to keep paying, and I was always, I was kind of like a bit of a hustler with that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I kind, of, I, I kind of be like, oh, darn, I missed. And then they start getting pockets, and then I, boom, 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 and start knocking. <laughs> and I figured, my, my, my theory was that if they started getting less of, their cue ball or not cue ball but their their numbers mm-hmm. off i have more space to hit mine so right I put, instead of hitting theirs in the pockets so then i kind of let them get about half of theirs and then i start knocking them in. <laughs> and they're like like how'd you get so good all of a sudden i go oh i mean I'm kind of, they're picking up on it <laughs> so i mean I, i'd win like a couple of rounds and then purposely lose like second one be like okay i'm gonna pay this one gotcha and just kind of sit it out but <laughs> but i mean we, we do that kind of stuff um there were a lot of late nights with studying yeah. for the for the competitions. I did farm power. Mm. It was very difficult to me and kind of frustrating with that because I was the only person that was on that team for all four years. Mm. My first year, there was a guy. He his family had a farm, and he was like, he's like, oh, I know everything, and he was super pissed off because we went to Chico. That was like the first competition that we went to as a team, and I beat him. <laughs> he on uh, like ID and on driving and all this and he goes you don't even live on a farm and I go well you know what I you studied I mean I, I studied it and I apparently have more knowledge than you than, <laughs> than you do and it just you know I, I, I beat him and he got super irritated and I think he only went to three more competitions and he stopped going because he was he, he felt like this he's, he's like this junior or senior and there's this freshman kid beating him yeah and he was super pissed off about yeah. it and then the other years. girl that she was in it for like two years um was it two years yeah she was in it for about two years and she thought she knew everything mm. and she was all like i don't know why they beat me i i already knew all this stuff i was like yeah but when i was trying to get you to study last night you didn't want to because you're mm. like oh no i already know this i was like it just frustrated me because i wanted to have like a top ranking team 
I was always up in the top 10, always. Wow. Um, and, I, and actually, we went to Pomona, and it was a smaller group, and I was like, yes, I got fifth place. And I was like, <laughs> I, I finally got to be able to get, go get an award. And I was so proud about that my senior year. Um, but, I mean, that, that was the fun fun part. The most fun I think I ever had was doing the FFA stuff. That's good. Um, getting out. I think I felt more social after high school. Because going in high school, it's like, man, who are all these people? <laughs> right. And, and it's just kind of weird. Even, like, you get into my senior year, and there's all these people go, oh, hi, Gavin, how's it going? It's like, uh, hi. I can't remember their name. I just felt hey, so bad. <laughs> all these people in high school knew who I was because, right. like, they're like, oh, yeah, you're that guy. And I had, I had guitar classes. They're like, you're the guy that plays the guitar. <laughs> I go, oh, yeah, I know. And so, I mean, they, 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 you know, they're always, I mean, the cheerleaders seem to like me. <laughs> they were, yeah, it's not, it's never a bad thing. No, they were, they were always super friendly to me. So they were always, they, they, like, I don't know, they'd get out of class or whatever and they'd, they'd come and they'd sit, they'd sit out there with us during our guitar class because we oh, were allowed outside. That's to cool. Because they, nobody wanted to be in the choir room the whole right. time. But they come out there and they'd sit there and they'd listen to me play guitar or play, or other guys play guitar and talk with them. And then the, you know, one of the security guards comes over, go back to class. <laughs> <laughs> and then, then the security guard would sit there, Big Ed would sit there and go, hey, can I play your guitar real quick? <laughs> Big Ed was a pretty cool guy. Yeah, that's good. Um, but yeah, but I mean, but yeah, FFA I think was the biggest highlight of, of high school. Yeah, so. for me it was too. So, for you talked about how it was kind of hard because you had to work and you're going to school and you yeah. had FFA and you had showing all that kind of stuff. So in order to get your American Farmer degree, you have to have a seer better and has to be approved by a principal or superintendent. Yeah. Was that hard for you to maintain? No, because all, all my classes, except for my freshman year, it was a, I think my freshman and sophomore year, I had a 70, I think the lowest grade I had was a 75, mm. and that was in a math class. The rest of them were all A's and B's. Wow. So I was like, okay, I, I got that handled. Right. And at the time, I wasn't even thinking about an American degree. Mm. The, the, what it was for me was was uh, was this it was a CSF stuff. Oh yeah. And when I graduated, I got to have a cord. Yeah. Um, and I got to walk across the stage and got recognized as one of the CSF recipients. And that's basically what it was. My sister was a was a CSF recipient, and she was a oh, what do they call it? The, they're like the top. Like the lifetime members or no? They were the top students at the whole school. Oh, the valedictorian. Yeah, she was, she was a valedictorian, oh. and she got C in a class once. Wow! And that was when she started in college, and oh. she was so upset. <laughs> she like calls on the phone and she's crying. I got a C in my class. My mom was like, "Well, what class was it? It was soil science. Oh, that's a great grade. You should see the one I got." <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, my my sister was like, "If I don't get an A, it's horrible," because she got one B out of. The whole time she's in high school, and I think she claims it's like, oh, what was it? When she was first starting school, it was like, yeah, whatever. But then she got more competitive, more competitive with grades, and mm. so, I mean, she got. I think the worst. She used to get B's when she was like in the lower grades, but mm. she gets up in like fifth and sixth, seventh and eighth grade, and even in high school, it was all A's. Hmm. And I think it was her senior year she got a B, and, it, <laughs> it was, and she was super upset she got a B because all through high school she had A's. Yeah, and then nice. she had this. One B, yeah, and it pissed her off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, there's so, all. I, I and then, then there was me. I, I was like, oh, you got a B? That's pretty good. And then I was like, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm okay with the B. <laughs> yeah, no, I'll, I'll take a B. It's awesome passing. Yeah, yeah. As, like, as long as I pass, I get to graduate. That was the right. big thing. No, I wanted, exactly. 
my parents are like, you better graduate high school. You're not going to be the only one in the family that's never graduated high school. And I, now I can say I'm the only one in the family to have an American degree. 